Hello and welcome to A Table for One. Thanks for joining your hosts, Jeanette Aycock and Shanta Langford, as we savor the single feast of life. And join us as we chat and share about the over 40 life experience. Hello, Jeanette. How was your week? Well, hi, Shanta. Well, it was kind of busy. Yeah, what did you do? Well, you know, us single girls. Yeah, well. (laughs) Well, we're always available for the next experience. And Saturday, I volunteered at a a homeless shelter. Oh, you did? To serve meals. That was nice. Where exactly? Uh, At the Bowery Mission. Oh, I've done that before there. Oh, what did you think? What it was, was lo- yeah, it was lovely. I did it for, uh, it was one Thanksgiving I did it. Mm. It was nice. Well, one thing I noticed, speaking of age. Yes. Is that I can't stand up as long as I used to. Oh, yeah, well. After two hours, my legs felt like logs. It was kind of hard to move, but, you know, once I started moving around... Yeah. And walking back to the subway was helpful. But the great thing about it was, is that it did remind me that I need to have some perspective about life. Oh, about like uh, things are not as bad for you as you think. Mm, That's right. And that um, being single and of a certain age... I'm able to take advantage of these opportunities to help someone else and to do it on my own terms. Right. And um, I think that's another great thing about being the age we are. Well, I think because, yeah, we have much more of a a clear perspective on things. Um, Well, first of all, that you even take the time out. I couldn't have imagined doing that at 30. Mm. because I felt you know we always felt like hours hours were like days yes and so now it's it's two hours is two hours <laughs> exactly exactly um, we can come and go when we want and after, exactly yes but also we just have a a, a, a more realistic uh, perspective on time mm-hmm. whereas if I was 25 years old thinking that I could go if I thought about going and volunteering like that, it would seem like, oh, it's two hours. Oh, that's like two days, you know. Right. Exactly. Whereas now two hours is two hours. Mm. So, and I, like you said, that is so true. It's like when I've done it, I went feeling crappy about things in my life. And then when I left, I felt grateful and blessed mm-hmm. for all the things that I do have. So. And the same way when I when I volunteered at a um, a hospital, in in the hospice ward, uh-huh. I I walked away thinking, I have friends, I have family. Mm-hmm. Some of these people don't have anyone to visit mm-hmm. them. You know. So added to having friends and family, we also, I think, through the course of life, develop family of choice. And right. And, and an enriched family experience that maybe in our 20s we would have felt tribal like well you know I gotta go home and be with mm-hmm. the family for the holiday or 
I have to do this with my sister or my mother. All those restrictions are taken off. Right. And then also you think about, you know, I used to complain about having to go see my mother, but now I wish she was here, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But getting back to what you said about standing for long periods of time, that kind of made me think about, too, in terms of health. Because, like, going back to what I was talking about, the hospice, it, it also made me realize that I take my health for granted a lot. And mm. I don't do the things that I need to do to take care of myself so I won't be in a position of not being able to walk or stand or, you know. Mm -hmm. So 15 minutes of stretching or 20 minutes of some kind of cardiovascular thing twice a week is really not that difficult when you look at people who haven't really taken care of themselves and they're our age. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we are so we are in great shape considering, but we could be in better shape, you know? Well, you know, and and how the motivation changes as you get older. I mean, it might be to get into a size two when you're in your 20s. As you get older, you think, I just want to be able to get up if I fell down. <laughs> uh, I want to be able to get out of the bed without, you know, having to call 911. <laughs> I want to be able just to get in a pair of pants, not necessarily a two, but two. <laughs> you can put a zero behind that two. I'll take it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't receive that, sister. You don't receive that? Mm -mm. Don't oh, put that right. evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh, absolutely not. I mean... Okay, I, I'm okay with the double digits, but let's not go to the two plus whatever. Let's let's kind of edge back to the one and a two, or one and a four, or one and a six. You know, I don't necessarily. Um, but you, that's another interesting thing is that I am less now that I'm you know in my sixties. I wear things out on the street that I wouldn't have worn when I was in my 40s because I would think, oh, wait a minute, does this, uh, does this make me uh, look bigger? And I'm not oh. saying I'm going out yeah, in yeah, circus no. polka dots, <laughs> but <laughs> I... Uh, a fashionable know, mini? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, well, yes, I will, I will go out in something, and sometimes I'm even defiant. I dare somebody to tell me that I don't look good at this outfit. Well, first of know? all, first of all, we've come to realize that people ain't thinking about us. Mm, that's it. That's I mean, once it. you pass 40, you realize ain't nobody thinking about you. Not unless you look like Bobo the Clown walking down the street. But <laughs> other than that, nobody's really looking at you. Especially when you reach a certain age. Men ain't looking at you no more. They really not. Well, no. I mean, I was on the subway. I was on the subway with my niece. And I got a rude awakening because <laughs> this man was my age. Okay. He ain't looking at me. He was uh, looking at my niece who's well, 20. Yes. There is a, a, a rude awakening. That it's like you're invisible. So mm -hmm. on the plus side of that, you can pretty much wear anything you want to. Okay. Anybody looking at you mm. on the minus side of that. You could pretty much wear anything you want to because ain't nobody looking at you. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I don't know. However you want to take it. Six, six, a what is it? Six of one, half a dozen yeah. of the other. I yeah. mean, 
Yes. I realized, of course, I would never have worn flats back mm. in the day because I hated being 5'2". Uh, oh. now I have accepted being 5'2", and I live in New York, so flats mm. are my best friend. That's right. As a friend of mine used to say, be careful that you don't die for a look. So, <laughs> you know, those yeah. little, those monolobonics look wonderful, but you can't move in them. Um, they look wonderful on my feet with my legs in the air, if you know what I mean, but they uh. wouldn't look... <laughs> They wouldn't look good. First of all, I don't have that kind of money. Well, that's one thing. And number two, even if I had that kind of money, I, there, I, there's other things I think I would want to spend it on than those stupid shoes. But well, and isn't that a different outlook on life? Because um, remember when you would skip your lunch hour in order to save enough money to buy whatever that coveted. Uh, you actually sk was. you skip lunch? No, I I I don't I know I don't skip meals. Oh, all right. That's one thing I don't do. All right, another. Uh, I might skip. I I used to skip rent, but now. <laughs> oh well, yeah. That's a that is another broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I skip you know rent, light bill. You know. Right, right. Unnecessities, but food is a necessity. Okay. Well, I can I can recall the days when I could make an Entenmann's cake be Last? my dinner. Yes, my dinner for a few days. Oh my lord! Uh, well, I love sweets. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, but, so our priorities change as we get older. Yes. Well, they have to, right? Yeah. yeah. There's just so long. Well, you well I mean, this sounds morbid, but the truth of the matter is, is like, I never really worried about being homeless because I always knew my mother was, you know, a state away. Mm -hmm. Well, now that she's passed on, I really don't have that. So I have to be a little bit more responsible. I mean, I have a sister, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I have a, well, we have a lifestyle now that. I think in our 20s and 30s, there was always still that possibility. Although, what's, how old were you when you got married? Oh, my goodness. I was so old. I was 44, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was, much, I was a much older bride. So, Pri basically, you really didn't even think you were going to get married at some point, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, oh yes. I, marriage was not on my to-do list. Which is why uh, you got married. Uh, well, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying because it wasn't, it wasn't the be all end all. No, you know what I'm saying? A, like there's certain yes. people that say I wasn't even thinking about marriage and right. then they met the person. Right. And I think the other thing about it was marriage was not something that was encouraged by. Yeah. By right. You were saying your mom was like, yeah, you know. she, her, her remark on marriage was you can get married when you can't do anything else. <laughs> So she was like, you get your education and make sure that you can take care of yourself because you don't have any brothers and sisters and you have elderly parents that are not going to be here. <laughs> so it wow. was like, you make sure you can take care of yourself. And wow. I took that to heart. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, yeah. That but, is true, though. Mm. Which I think that's uh, definitely one of the other subjects we should tap on is like you don't have siblings. So what does that feel like in terms of when your parents are gone? I know when my mom passed away, my sister and I really felt that whole kind of 
we def we just have each other meaning that this is the only other person in the world that knows who i am from the time i was a, a little girl to now right um and as our you know uh our family has most of the actually all of the ad adults who knew us when we were children are gone mm. so i know what that that it definitely feels like this emptiness of no one really knows me from the time I was a little girl anymore yeah. other than my sister. Yeah, that, that's your link to... And I don't know what that means, but it definitely has some kind of visceral... I have some visceral reaction to the fact that there's only one person on this planet who knows what I, what I looked like when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that means. I have no idea, but I, I know that there's a, there's a melancholy sadness to it that I don't, I don't quite understand, but you know, hmm. so I'm wondering how that definitely feels when you don't have siblings and you don't, you know, and both your parents, both of your parents have passed, right? Yes. And both, yeah. and when both of your parents pass away, what that feels like because wait you were 16 when your mom passed right right and 33 okay. when my dad passed away and your aunt took care of you is your aunt still alive no no she she died uh like 22 years ago wow uh, she actually died around the time i got married maybe oh wow okay that's um, interesting yeah so it, i guess on Again, I think my parents were a little unusual in that, you know, they were constantly saying, you know, I'm not going to be here with you. So you really, and the, uh, once we go, I mean, they were always saying that once we're not here anymore, um, don't depend on anybody else because there isn't going to be anyone else to depend on. There's no... Uh, you know, there's no extended family that you can run to and say, oh, you know, let me live with you for another 20 years until I get on my feet. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was my aunt who was there, um, and, uh, uh, and I vividly remember leaving for New York at 27 because I decided if I stay any longer, I'll never leave. And right. My, my fear that, you know, I'm, I won't be able to take care of myself. So, um, here I am in New York. Taking care of yourself. 90 years later. <laughs> <laughs> you are a miracle. I'm t <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed tonight's episode. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And also check out our website, a table four, spelled F-O-U-R, and the number one, dot com. There you'll find interesting articles, our episode calendar, product recommendations, and information on becoming a patron. Thanks for listening.